doing? It's been a month since I podcasted. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's all about um, the Mormon bashing that I was doing. Um, only really trying to Mormon bash, actually. I was just trying to to uh, uh, see if it was true or not. Was giving President Nielsen the benefit of the doubt, the church the benefit of the doubt. And again, like, I, I got to tell you, uh, Gotta tell you, I'm headed out to freaking BYU City, Provo, Utah, Spanish Forks, about 10 minutes out. I am getting out of my tent and I am going to go to Utah and uh, an apartment waiting there in Utah for me. And um, I will be helping those that are dying. Getting awareness for uh, seminars and instructions and meditations and, and all the services that uh, the family of the uh, near dead will experience. So, my thing is look, I was going out to, I was, <coughs> oh, I really wanted to, um, I knew that I'd never be able to go back to a Mormon ward. You know, the Mormons, they say these things once you. You've been given something, and then and then um, you learn from it, and then you turn away. Then it's worse for you in heaven, right? Um, uh, you acknowledge, and then you spit on it, and then blah blah blah. But Jesus in the Bible, and also in other places there too, he's like you know if you we um, if you he's like I will give you something, and then if you uh, tread on it, then I will take it away. King Tot says. Same thing too um, for my planters. He's like, you know, I will give you um, 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 knowledge, but if you don't use the knowledge, you lose the knowledge. Very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, my thing with Christopher is I kind of forgot that the Mormon Church was not the true church, the only true and living church on the face of the freaking planet. I forgot that, and I I, I decided um, um, to learn maybe maybe they will come out with the the goal the sealed portion and maybe blah 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 but the fact is is that that church has so much um money it can end poverty overnight it doesn't because it is in um conspiracy with the uh america um keeping the money uh, it's all about money they got billions and billions and billions of dollars they could they could do programs and hire people and yeah but they don't they want to keep their money i don't know why president nielsen is sitting on tens of billions of dollars and here right now we're having the coronavirus any church going up there saying hail jesus he gives me uh instruction on how to how to um anyway I was walking down, um, but there's a there's a little uh, seminary thing there. I'm not going to just go on to the Book of Mormon, but today, yeah, I'm going to. I haven't done it yet, but before we go, I will uh, read a little bit about Insights of Prophet's Life by Russell M. Nelson, or, or Russell L. M. Nelson, which is the current uh, corporate leader of the Mormon Church, and also he is the one in charge of the 501c3 of the Mormon Church, and, um, I wrote 
what I did, I wrote the introduction, I think I read it to you, and I freaking tore pages out, quite literally. Page V111 was torn out and stuff, because I was just like crazy. But let me get into a little bit about, um, I'm gonna take a break for a second, and then I will, uh, I, got, I got a new Bible today. I like Bibles, they're good to smoke out of. Um, I got Holy Bible, Christian Standard Bible. I never heard of a Christian Standard Bible, but it comes from a Baptist. And um, I'm going to read a little bit about the ending here. And, and their questions and answers here. And what I feel about them. And then I will do President Russell M. Nelson's um, book by Sherry Du, the Relief Society leader. She is the main leader, female leader. Men are in control of the Mormon church. And there are no uh, leadership positions for the women except Relief Society, which is just women. And, um, and uh, yeah, more women have a point appointments and rules and stuff like that too but there's no they, I guess they don't have the ability to receive a priest blessing so anyway um yeah like I said and then I'm gonna go into a whole bunch of bunch of I'm gonna get I I, I thought oh wait maybe I needed a stop on this Mormon bashing oh no now I'm gonna go even more through I'm gonna I'm gonna, anyway I am also learning magic which I've always been interested in, in sleight of hand, but also actual magic. And I think last episode, before I stopped, I talked about a little bit about a meditation and energy work. So, um, it's really important to remember to breathe. If you can inhale and you can be mindful of your surroundings and your body, that you can breathe then um, you can use the unseen matter of the universe to manifest your destiny which is what I think I'm mostly happy I just never I just never the thing is is I could have had millions of dollars by now I really could have I would have be uh, naked in Nevada in the middle of the desert with 27 hot women if I had a lot of money Anyway, I probably could have been married too in high school, but I said no. I broke Corinne's heart. She leapt on the floor crying. Corinne. When I told her I wanted to break up with her. I didn't tell her it was because I was going to go to a mission and I was going to have her wait two years. Although she probably could have. Very could have. But I'm glad I'm happy with them right now. Uh, maybe I won't wouldn't have been able to learn as much magic. I'm talking about reading people's minds. Being able to connect with matter. We don't have the perfect body to do telekinesis, but manifesting in the secret and all that good stuff. But today, it's Russell M. Nelson from A Prophet's Life insights of it and the holy bible the christian standard bible in the back where it's talking about stuff take a break take a breath relax and remember take a deep breath in and hold it
Okay, we have the Holy Bible. It, it says it's faithful and true. Christian standard Bible here. I like books. I love books. In fact, you could totally help me out with buying some of my wish list books. I got a lot of books I want to read. Read a lot, too. Maybe two hours a day. So I'll plead more as soon as I get into my own apartment. The CSB Outreach Bible features the highly readable, highly reliable text of the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB stays as literally as possible to the Bible's original meaning without sacrificing clarity, making it easier to engage with Scripture's life-transforming message and to share it with others. Okay, developed by more than 100 scholars. 100 scholars. Oh, yeah. From 17 denominations, the Christian Standard Bible faithfully and accurately captures the Bible's original meaning without compromising readability, helping you understand, experience, and share God's Word. Yeah, I think that's a lowercase g there. Should put it in the lowercase g. Okay, let's read their shit. This is bullshit. How come we got X amount of, how come the books in the Bible are in the Bible and, you know, they just voted 480. They voted on which vote. Anyway, oh, and the guy says, oh, yeah, you got it. Oh, none comes to the father except by me. Fuck you, the Hindu that, that, that didn't pass by the, 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 the beaten up and robbed man is going to heaven and the priest and that preacher person that passed by saying oh well, I can't be associated he's going to hell every bishop every pastor every pass by a man with a sign don't stop get out of, don't maybe you don't have money but you can stop and bring him maybe bring him to social security office Maybe figure out what the hell, why? Is it drugs? Well, then do your ministry at a rehab center. Is that why he's homeless? Drugs and so God fucking forsake him? And not every homeless person is a fucking addict. Sorry, I'm just... Ah! If God exists, why isn't his exact identity more obvious? Well... First of all, the exact identity of God. In this, in the Bible, it says Elohim. And that is one of my favorite words for God, G-O-D, a capital G, Elohim. It is a really weird word. I don't understand Hebrew, but Elohim is a plural word, but it's also a singular word. It's a plural singular word, God. Elohim. So, it's not... And first of all, you claim that you just believe in one God? That's bullshit. You don't believe in one God. You believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And they got separate entities in them. Yeah, they're one. Yeah, they're one in purpose. I was telling this guy, he's all blah, 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 you know, one God. Right, you're not a freaking monotheistic 
you believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And 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 the thing is, is 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 is, is what President, you believe in? It's like saying, it's like saying, it, they're 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 saying, oh yeah, they're one, they're one, they're Trinity, Trinity one, one God. Yeah. Oh, and they're different personalities or one personality, one consciousness or multiple consciousnesses. Tell me that. Is God the Father and God and Jesus the Son the same consciousness? The same, there can only be one consciousness per entity. Are they the same consciousness? No. Jesus was baptized in the Bible. He was baptized in the Bible. The story is that Jesus was baptized. The voice came from heaven saying, This is my son in whom I, in whom I am well pleased. And then the doves came over, which represented the Holy Ghost. How the, our, our, I cannot believe that the perfect God is a schizophrenic schizo talking to himself in third person three times that place. Stop saying you're a moral Bullshit. Mormons don't claim that. They believe in Jesus the Christ and they believe that mostly it's Jesus the, that's God. Um, but um, God the Father beget Jesus the Son through Mary and because he was half God, half man, according to Mormon stuff, uh, um, he was able to conquer death. And because he was able to conquer death, he was able to teach us now we the energy field or whatever knows we can tap into that and, and and get resurrected okay so let's see what they say about if God exists why isn't his exact identity more obvious that God exists is a fact most people have agreed on throughout history it's a need to believe in God you have a need to believe in God it, it, there's no there's no fact um, I know as much what facts of President and Donald Trump do you know? What facts of, of Obama do you know? You might, yeah, unless he comes out and says it, you don't know. Knowledge. It's the Mormons. They go up on stage every freaking month and say, I know Jesus is the Christ. I know Joseph Smith translated the in as a prophet. And I know, you know that? You absolutely know that? Well, I know one thing. And that's what you think you know, you probably don't. The, more, the instant you know something, that's when you don't know it. <sighs> Why is the exact identity of God not more obvious? Perhaps God's identity is more obvious than you think. Jesus told a parable about a man who died and went to Hades, a place of permanent suffering. Oh, so we got Jesus talking about Hades. Jesus believed in Hades. Hmm. The condemned man insinuated to Father Abraham that God's identity was not as obvious as it should have been. Otherwise, he wouldn't have helped have ended up in Hades. He begged Father Abraham to send someone from the dead to warn his brothers about Hades so they would avoid it by repenting. Father Abraham responded, if they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded if someone rises from the dead. Oh yeah. Luke 16, 31. 
that has many made his identity clear. Our problem is that we are like children who cover their ears and shout, I can't hear you. In our sinfulness, we are not eager to learn about truth about God. After all, because it costs us some things we love most, best, our independence, our opinions, and our sinful ways. Oh, you're telling me that your opinion that this Christian standard Bible shares the word of God. Anyway. Humankind cannot bear very much reality. Similarly, we could say that sinful humanity cannot bear very much reality about God. Okay, why? The reason I believe. Well, I think. I think, you know. We're all up in heaven. We have all this master plan. We're freaking in a perfect body, but we've never experienced mortality. We've never we don't it is so important and if we want to be God like God the Father we gotta understand how to use our perfect godlike bodies when we get them and in order to get them we gotta pass through mortality the thing is, is if we could remember our past lives or remember what happened in the war in heaven or where we were in heaven oh Catholics don't need to worry about that because they believe I heard they believe that their soul is like created in conception. So I guess they never were around earlier. Seems as great as atheist. And I guess you might think that a lot of other Christian religions don't really talk about the war in heaven. Who was the angels in the war in heaven? Well, duh, it was us. Duh, just like Billy Ellis says. It's duh, us going up there thinking, following Jesus or following Satan. And if we knew we would be like this one if we had memories of our heaven we'd model so much stuff after heaven that we wouldn't have any need to learn right from wrong it would be just that oh and maybe it would be even worse maybe it would be dystopic I don't know but uh, we'd know we would know right and the thing is 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 we would know how to love one another a lot better because we that's all we knew since we were created we would know how to love a lot better why is this not a good thing well because we are not the only people around you're thinking that earth is the only people has the only consciousness on the planet well then you just are just one selfish stupid person because i don't understand even if you take religion the whole out of it god out of it and just right now mathematics is proven well it's a freaking essay that i wrote it's it's um and it's in the thing i mean how many okay earth is at one out of nine planets how often, you know, how close to the sun does it need to be? There's a chance, you know, how many planets are that close to the sun? How many planets of those have water? And there's infinity planets out there and suns. Well, duh, there's going to be an infinity amount of people. It just, it's just, let's see here. Attempt two. Let's see here. Question two. Greatest questions that do Christians get? Has science proven there is no God? Well, no. Any scientist that said, I'm not going to even read, any scientist that say we've proven there's no God cannot say that because God is trying to be illusory, um, illusionary right now. 
um, the Elohim are put ourselves on quarantine, Earth on quarantine. We're not, we're supposed to, we're not supposed to have a instruction booklet saying do this, do this, do this, do this, and you'd be happy. Do this, do this, do this, and we're supposed to figure stuff out and get hurt and make mistakes and learn so we have knowledge, not instruction and experience. Uh, experience of perfection. The existence of an immortal and eternal God is beyond the purview of science. First of all, we don't even know about all the atoms and stuff and matter. And There's 98% of the universe we don't even know what it's made out of. Black matter. We call it black matter. And we don't know what it is made out of, but we know it's there because of the gravity. It's like antimatter, but um, antimatter, I think, is energy. And um, black matter is just out there. And there's just tons of it. But we can't see it. We don't know it. We can't test it. Yeah. Fine. That's God. No, that's not God. But that's... That's, that's out there, you know? First, the Bible says God created humanity in his image. One implication is that our minds are ready made for understanding the world if we will bother to investigate it. Second, God commanded Adam to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. This is a call to stewardship of the earth. Such stewardship requires us to observe the law-like regularities and exquisite complications in nature, not to exploit the creation, but to take care of it. It is no accident that many of the pioneers of science Called a biblical worldview that expects the orderly law-like phenomenon that enables life to flourish. That doesn't really help you, is it? Thank you, Christian. Has science proven miracles are impossible? First of all, any freaking miracle is technology enough that we don't understand it. Technology that we don't understand is miracles. Yeah, well, who said that? Freaking Asimov? The idea that science has proven the impossibility of miracles stems from a faulty understanding of the relationship. Oh, you think that science miracles are and yet and yet and yet people and God can't talk to me? God can't whisper in my ear, but miracles are possible. But yet I can't receive revelation. This mistaken view had been held by a Christian. Christians. Oh, and not only that, I, the only there's, there's miracles possible. But the only fucking way you can get to into heaven is if Jesus sheds his blood on you and you drink his blood and eat his flesh. Ugh. The mistaken view held by Christians and agnostics alike gives the laws of nature a status that they don't have in reality. The Bible understanding is that phenomena that functions in a law-like manner as well as those for which we have yet to define irregularities. All owe their being to God moment by moment. A meteorologist might well have given a thorough scientific explanation of the parting of the Red Sea during the Exodus. (sighs) That was so long ago. How did you know that actually was the Red Sea? It was the Reed Sea, which probably... R-E-D-S, which was walkable, from what I've heard. 
the Bible hints at the what if it was the whole thing about parting the the the, the what if it was a mistranslation, one e instead of two, because it just I don't know, look into that anymore. even if Moses was a real person. The any. The Bible hints at the possibility when it says the Lord drove back the sea back with a powerful east wind all the night, all that night, and turned the sea into dry land. <clears throat> In this case, the miracle was not that a scientific explanation was lacking. It was the timing of the Israelites being at the edge of the Red Sea when the strong east wind dried up the sea. That is not beholden to scientific law. Scientific law is our attempt to make sense of what God... Sorry, sorry. I just hit my dog. Because <laughs> I'm so mad at this Bible. First of all, uh, God is beholden to scientific law. Yes. But he knows that at all. He knows it all. But yes, he is beholden to scientific law. If Jesus can fly down to the earth, First of all, the science behind his body, his resurrected body, and the consciousness that's in it, controlling the elements around it, well, that's enough science. There's an explanation. You know, uh, he had the perfect body and a, and a consciousness to control it. Yes, there are science rules. There's no magic. There are no magic, except for... It, but we can't classify and, 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 and we're just current understanding any scientist that says that this is the fact and it's over it's proven well even gravity is being misproven so Newton uh, Einstein disproves Newton so you, any scientist that says this is a fact and it'll never change and it'll be that way forever well you, you don't know and um, you don't know all the science. In a thousand years, you, you might, they might say something different. I mean, the sun will burn, and, you know, Earth will go around the, you know, no laws are just gonna, when the things that we understand and have been able to classify, well, that's all good. But, yes, there, there are rules. First of all, one biggest rule is that you won't be able to become a god. Uh, you won't be able to be, the Christians don't like the fact that, oh, be a God. Um, God is God. God the God. God the Father is God. Yeah, well, does he have a body then? You know, you, those people are the ones that say God's some floating, ethereal thing. But it says in their own freaking Bible, God was created out of our own image. So, you know what? God's got, God the Father's got the body. Elohim are will never do anything you will not we why are we here on this planet experience mortality basically it's a sorting machine it's a freaking sorting machine most people are shit if you're listening to this i'm probably pretty sure you're you're gonna be going to be able to build your own mansion i'll help you build it in your heaven on what planet you want to be on what planet you want that mansion to be on but the thing is, is most people are absolute shit I, I, I could I could literally be dying I was literally dying literally I had to get something to eat because I hadn't eaten days I'm fucking on the ground and the cops will come and arrest me 
you know, trespassing. Instead of giving me $5 to have a freaking burger. And is it my fault for not having the, the money? No. In 1940, that's when they turned to the gold cent. They turned away from the gold standard. Before 1940, you didn't need to have the mark of the beast on your hand. The mark of the beast is money. You can have the mark of the beast on your forehead if that's all you're freaking thinking that matters. But the mark of the beast is money. And that wasn't placed, forced on us until until um, 1940 when they turned to the gold when they turned off the gold standard. Even before then, it was beginning to be uh, a thing. But before then, you could garden, you could have a farm. What you can't garden? There are cities that it's illegal to garden more than this and this and this and this and this because they want you dependent. Theory is they want you dependent on. It's illegal to collect rain? Yes, it's illegal to collect rainwater. So you have to pay to get water. Um, in a lot of places, lots of places. And some asshole wanted to argue me, argue about me, about, about my right to food and the EBT Pro food stamp card? Like what? You tell me I can't grow my own food you tell me that I can't even buy, I can't even collect my own water, and you tell me, here, here, you gotta earn money. You gotta be a productive member of my society in order to survive. Well, it's gonna. Anyway. If God is good, why does he allow evil to exist? Well, let's see what they have. First of all, it's free choice. We all, we're all here, we, we, uh, God has been like, hey, giving you a mortal body so you can die that way if you get fucked you're gonna die and you won't be fucked forever like if you have a bad parent puts you in the basement or something well you're gonna end up dead someday so free will that's the main reason and it's not uh, Satan doing the evil it's your neighbor doing the evil to you Scripture affirms God's unlimited power has perfect goodness and the reality reality of evil. God doesn't give a comprehensive account of why he allows evil. For those who will follow and read the evidence carefully, God sets forth a pattern that shows his purposes are perfectly good. Where he allows evil, he turns that evil to a greater good. The greatest example of this pattern is the death of Jesus through whom God's enemies were made his children doesn't answer the question you have this great question here you have to put it in the back of the bible book because apparently you get asked it all the time but you don't have the answers now do you well basically i told them to you free will and the ability to pass their test how important is it that we believe the right things about god oh that's pissing me off who, who the fuck are you to say you know who God is? Just because you read the Bible 50 freaking times? Translated the Bible? Oh, but the Bible's the only fucking word of God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Bible's the only freaking word of God. Sorry. 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 Um, there's no um, spiritual teaching. Yeah. Any creative 
effort comes from God. The, the, the creative energy, this is the alchemy that's in the, 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 the philosopher's stone, the, um, the matter that's not there, you know, um, anything created from imagination, it comes from God. Well, you know, I guess you can say that, like, Hitler wanted to create mass destruction. Did that come from God? Well, probably not, but... When you board... Okay, um, when you board a jet, you do so because you believe the jet is airworthy and it will get you to your destination safely. If you do not believe that, you would not board. If your belief in the jet safety were mis- mistaken, you would want someone to tell you so. Our beliefs about the jet and the reality about the jet are not necessarily lined up in agreement. Clearly, it is important that our beliefs about the jet line up with realities about the jet. How much more is it at stake when it comes to beliefs about God? God is our maker and judge. If what you believe about God turns out to be false, you have staked everything in a foundy foundation. For what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and yet lose his life? What can anyone give in exchange for his life? Well, that's pretty good, except for the fact that you guys think you you know the only way into heaven. And you think you have a monopoly on heaven. Am I uh, personally at odds with God? What is sin? Human beings are naturally at odds with God. This aversion to God may be hidden by a veneer of respectability, but given the right circumstances, it becomes evident in each of us. As a schoolboy, Jean-Paul Sartre, one of the leading atheist thinkers of the 20th century, was playing with matches and burned a small rug. As he tried to cover up his misdeed, he felt the gaze of God. Young Satyr felt into a rage against God. By Satyr's account, he never looked at me again. In reality, it is Satyr who never looked at God again. Sin is a refusal to live humbly under God's reign and acknowledge our obligations to Him. We are all guilty of this and thus need forgiveness. Who says it's wrong? Who says it's wrong? Oh, what the freak is sin? What the fuck is sin? And they'll, they'll put up all these Ten Commandments, blah, 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 blah. You're sinning if you're not with your higher self. If you are depressed, you're sinning. If you're higher than, if you're manic, you're sinning. But the um, chemicals in your body also help. But you gotta love yourself as much as you can. You gotta love your neighbor as much as you can. After that, then what's sin? Oh, spending money on pornography? You think having sex with your with your babysitter? Well, you're missing the mark, dude. You that's sin. A sin is a word that comes from somewhere and it means to miss the mark. It's an archery term. Sin, when you arrow sins, it doesn't hit the bullseye. So if you're in a situation and you do something that just, you turn left on the freeway into another car, well, that would definitely sin. You're missing the mark, dude. You're on the freeway. You need to go this way. 
But like, if you're not married, what you you expect me to believe that God wants me to be married before I have sex? Okay, how is that working out? The Mormon Church has nothing. It's the same freaking statistic. Fifty percent of them get divorced, not anymore, and they get divorced even a little bit more. I mean, some people believe that. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna have fucking marry some dude unless he's good in bed, you know. Oh, some Christian religions don't even talk about that. Gay. You think... Oh, God. You think that's a sin? Let me come and talk. I'm going to talk to this preacher. Magic. I'm going to give him a voodoo doll, maybe. Let's take a break. This next question is going to get really upsetting. I'm upset, not the questions, but I know how they're going to answer. I mean, the answers are going to be so long. Yeah. Here's a, here is a doozy. What is the reason anyone is sent to hell? First of all, you're just assuming in Dante's Inferno. Christians have this thing. There's one or two verses in the Bible about a lake of fire, but, but they have the, their whole idea of the afterlife comes from a fiction book, Dante's Inferno. It, the whole thing comes from a fiction book, Dante's Inferno by Dante. The, the hell, the nine rings of hell, the fire and brimstone, everything. Hell, the pictures, the paintings, all of it. Dante's Inferno was one of the best-selling books ever at the time, and, you know, it influenced highly the Christian religion. It, absolutely. Their Bible doesn't talk about the, um, what happens in heaven, wh- what is in heaven, who's in heaven other than God and Jesus. They don't even know. Jesus is in heaven, and he's God. So I guess God the Father ain't even in heaven. I don't know. But the thing is, is like, they have no clue. Let's see what they have to say. Sin violates God's law. Okay. You know, sin is missing the mark. By the definition of the word sin, S-I-N, you can look it up. Etymology means miss the mark. So, when you, okay. It brings you off. Yeah, when you are connected to your higher self. And then you do something that creates a choice in your life or a direction in your path to when you sin that path that you were on changes okay sin thus involves rebellion against the creator king whose throne is founded on righteousness and justice sin occurs a debt of guilt I don't really I get guilty sometimes I feel bad about how I treat on the phone and stuff. Yeah, and that, and that brings me away from God. Yeah, sure, sure, I could have been better, but I can learn. The crucifixion of the innocent and eternal God-man, Jesus Christ, is the only possible satisfaction of divine justice. Yeah. Yeah. Sacrificing your son. good 
bullshit. Jesus did not die for our sins. He did not die because of, he died because of our sins. He died because a Roman soldier put him on the cross and they nailed shit in his hands and feet. And actually, no, that's not even why he died. He died because the centurion put a knight, a, a, a spear into his freaking chest. That's why he died. He didn't die for a, the sacrifice that comes from paganism. And um, 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 he did not die. Well, I guess the angel chose, God, Father chose to have Mary be his mom because that was only civilization that would have murdered him for being the activist that he was. But um, there was just a there. But the thing is, is he didn't have to fucking die. He had a trial. You think God would have influenced the people? No, kill my son. He had a trial. He went up to Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate. They took him. They were like, kill this man. We hate this. This guy's trying to trying to be king of the Jews. Send him to Pontius Pilate. Please, so Pilate, I am who you say I am. Pontius Pilate's like, are you the king of the Jews? Are you the king of these people here, the Jews here in Jerusalem? And he's like, Jesus, like, it's freaking illegal to be king. You're the king. You're the control. You're the government. I'm not a mob government. I'm talking about, I am who you say I am. If you want me to be king of the Jews, I'll be king of the Jews. I'll be who you say I am. But I don't, um, I am who you, I am. There's possibility, first of all, if Jesus existed, that's a freaking whole new thing. But theory is, is if Jesus existed, I believe that, um, that, um, that his dad, um, was, would have been king of the Jews. And his mom would have been one of the, uh, one of the priests, priestesses. Well, she comes from... Maybe Mary's dad was a priest. And and so, ironic. And then he would have been the king. Jesus could have very well have been the king of the Jews. Or one of the Jesuses that were around here. How can God send devout Buddhist Muslims, etc. to help? Well, I'm going to be quiet on this one. I don't know. Ooh, this is just the most stuff. Only one God is creator and ruler of all. Only one Elohim is the creator and ruler of all. Sin violates his laws, summarizing as love thy Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. Well, that's great. That's freaking awesome. Yes, 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 yes. Love your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. Yeah, what if what if other religions love teaches the Buddha teaches love? Fuck. Such love has no room for other gods. Deuteronomy 5.15. That's the Old Testament. I am a priest of Baal. I'm a priest of Baal of Phoenix Mountain. I worship Baal of Phoenix Mountain. You know, none. <clears throat> worship of false gods, no matter how you devote your worship, involves rebellion against the true God who provided salvation only through his sin, son, Jesus Christ. Imagine the pain and offense your parents would feel if you identified someone else as father and mother. In a similar way, it is painful and offensive to God 
when we misidentify him, saying things of him that are not true and which are conflict. So I'm supposed to, so I'm supposed to trust these 100. So I'm trust, so, so I'm supposed to trust these 100, uh, scholars. What my God, father and God mother is. Scholars have the Christians think they own God. They have a monopoly and they know everything about God, even the freaking Mormons. Why cannot God just annihilate annihilate those who die in unbelief? Scripture says that God is both perfectly just and loving, and the penalty for living in rebellion against God is eternal punishment. Well, Hitler's gonna have eternal punishment because he's freaking wanting to kill kill thousands of people with just a pen stroke. Annihilation, annihilation would not satisfy God's perfect justice because the offense of our sins is infinite. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you die, you're gonna have a perfect memory, dude. You're gonna have a perfect memory. You're gonna relive all your sins. And at that point, maybe Jesus is the only one that can save you from your sin memories. Maybe he'll be able to take away your memories eventually. But he says it's infinite. You're going to have to deal with the fact that you left the person dying in the street. If there is one God, why are there so many religions? God has made himself known to everyone through creation and consciousness. This knowledge of God has not been well received by human beings. Rather than acknowledging who God is and being grateful to him, we have suppressed this original knowledge. The result is a darkening of the mind. People create gods they prefer rather than worshiping God as he is. Given the diversity of people and cultures it is no surprise that there are a variety of religions other than the fact yeah God has not been well received by human beings and that isn't true to you you little faith southern baptist church Mr. Dale Abel Dr. Dale Abel Dalloquimant I'm going to send you an email. I hope you listen to my podcast because, you know, the thing is, is, um, why is there so many religions? Okay, so God made himself manifested everyone through creation and consciousness. Okay, so God lets his people know he he is there. Okay, sure. But he lets his people know through their existing customs and traditions and, and, and moves them. It happens over and over and over and over again. He uses their existing cultures and traditions to teach the right way. Fuck, if this arrow misses the mark, a Buddhist be like, well, I guess I'm going to have a different journey. I thought I was getting on, um, I'm, 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 I'm in, okay, I'm in Los Angeles Union Station and I'm a Buddhist and um, someone says, hey, dude, I want to buy you a beer. I'm going to look at my watch. Got two hours. Fine. And fucking three hours goes by. Oh, man. Looks like I'm going to have to get a hotel. Missed the mark. I sinned. 
but I'm not going to hell. I just got to go through the hell that changing my plan was. Okay, here's one for the Arabs. What makes Jesus different from other religious teachers? If a man told you that he is both God and a humble human, you would recommend a psychiatric evaluation. Yeah. Jesus, in effect, made those very claims simultaneously. All things have been entrusted to me by the Father. No one knows the Son except the Father. No one knows the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the Son desires to reveal him. I am lowly and humble in heart. Jesus differs from other religious teachers in being able to make both paradoxical claims truthfully. His words are vindicated in well in his well-documented body, bodily resurrection from the dead. Well-documented. Okay. I, 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 oh yeah. So the, the statues bleeding are well-documented unless they're fake. The, the sense, how does, how did, I think we're going a little too far. Maybe I should, no, I want to finish this. How did Jesus make it possible for us to go to heaven? But, he's half man, half God. He died, and because he was half God, he was able to resurrect his half man body. The sense of justice that rises in you when you are wronged or when you see others treated unjustly may be one of the most important clues in understanding yourself and your relationship with to God. Wrongs cry out to be righted, but who can right them? When we are honest, we realize that in thought, word, and deed, we have wronged God and others. We have failed to love God with every fiber of our being and have not come close to caring for our neighbors as for ourselves. Sure. The God knew the good news is that God's Son, Jesus the Messiah, has taken the consequences of our sins on himself in his death on the cross. He calls us simply to trust him. A criminal who died next to Jesus asked Jesus to remember him when he came to an, into his kingdom. This man realized he could not make wrong right the wrongs he had done. But his faith in Jesus brought this response from Jesus. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. We're both gonna die. Let's be in paradise together. It's simple. God, I'm gonna let people into my mansion in heaven. I'm gonna tell people when they're nice to me, give me a little bit of something, something to survive. Say you're welcome to my mansion in heaven. And then uh, we all die. Don't worry. It's simple, but not easy. How do I become a Christian? Oh, well, here I'm not gonna say much about this one because. Christians are evil most of the time. It's simple, but not easy. First, you must confess that you are sinful and have failed to honor God as you should. Next, you must repent, turn away from sin and selfishness, and trust God. Then you must believe Jesus' sacrifice is sufficient to save you, invite him to be your Lord and Savior. That's it. Reading the Bible, praying, going to church, naturally follow from your decision to follow Christ. Most Christians would rather pray for you than and see you starve and die than um, buy you a hamburger that their mama gave them the money for. Isn't the Bible full of mistakes? Yes, there's like five thousand contradictions. It's uh, totally Jesus. How? Just ask you. Just find out. Tell me how you think Joseph. 
Judas died? Because he died after he betrayed Jesus. How did Judas die? Tell me which, what is the right answer? What is the right answer? A or B or C? What is the right answer? A. He died in a field by cutting himself with in his stomach. B. He died hanging on a tree. C. He just disappeared. Yeah, we don't know. Jesus trusted the Old Testament scriptures. His endorsement is important, especially given his miracles and resurrection from the dead. In Matthew 22, 29, Jesus told the Sadducees, You are mistaken because you don't know the scriptures or the power of God. The Bible is the standard of which, of what is correct and what is mistaken. Yeah, okay, it is the standard. It has stood the test of time. Don't make it any... Help you... It don't help... It don't give you the, the food... Bible does not give you the, the 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 food that don't make you hungry. It does not give you the water that don't make you thirsty. It just turns you into a zealot. It gives job positions to pastors and preachers. Has <coughs> hasn't the Bible been altered a lot since it was written? Well, fuck yeah. Let's see what they say. The New Testament is by far the best attested text from the ancient world. Thousands of manuscripts produced between the 2nd and 14th centuries provide strong evidence for the reliability of the New Testament. There are some 20,000 handwritten manuscripts from the New Testament, written in a variety of languages, 5,500 of which are ancient Greek manuscripts. A dozen of the Greek manuscripts date from the 2nd century, 64, that's just been translated. It was orally written down. I don't care. It was orally written down, and yeah, most of them wanted it. They hid them away because one it was orally passed down, and the scribes had to transcribe it. Meticulous. Yeah, okay. Let's see how, how well you could transcribe the Bible. If Christianity is true, why do Christians disagree so about so much? Yes, okay, here's a good one. True Christians agree on the essentials. Sinful humanity needs a savior. Ugh. Jesus died and rose again to redeem his people. Naturally, those who claim to be Christians but really aren't will disagree with true Christians on many points. Oh, so you just sent higher than thou, huh? You're higher than thou? You think you know? You You think you know? You think you know just because this book is printed. And your grandpa, and your grandpa's grandpa believed in it. But even genuine Christians tend to quarrel about nonsensical matters because we are imperfect. Well, I thought the freaking Bible was perfect. How come you can quarrel about nonsensical matters? If, it was, if you're quarreling about it, it must be essential. Just blow it off. And prone to read scripture with bias and closed hearts. You're the one with a closed heart, you preacher. Further, on some topics, the Bible does not present enough evidence to ensure a unified conclusion is reached among believers. About these topics, there should be mutual tolerance for differing opinions. I agree. But the thing is, is you tell a Christian the Bible's not perfect and they will fight you. There's a lot of hot points, hot buttons you can tell a Christian. But, yeah, 
you tell Christian you are not a polytheist. You are a polytheist. No! Jesus is God. What? I thought Jesus had a father. How can a father raise himself? Scripture honors single women, widows, wives, mothers, homemakers, businesswomen, and spiritual leaders like Deborah, Anna, Phoebe, Priscilla, Louis, and Eunice. The Bible granted women greater rights and dignity than did other contemporary cultures. Jesus valued and affirmed women so much that he shocked his disciples. Women are co-image bearers, keepers in the Messiah's genealogy, and co-heirs of eternal life. It is, is the God of the Bible hateful and self-centered? <laughs> it is only reasonable to conclude that God is the most value, valuable of all beings. After all, his power, knowledge, and virtue eclipse those of all other beings. If God were to set his highest love on anything other than himself, he would be guilty of idolatry. Huh. Uh, so it is fitting that God insists on being honored on the greatest value in the universe. And yet he loves us and offers us forgiveness through both through faith in his son, Jesus Christ, those who reject God and his offers mercy in Christ, justly encountered divine wrath. I'm sorry, the first, you only need to spend an hour reading the first book, first part of the Bible and you'll know that it's a real freaking nasty book with, with, um, with incest and tons of murder. Moses was a military leader. Why does God allow Satan to tempt us? Mankind gave Satan authority to continue tempting us when Adam and Eve took the serpent's bait in the garden. Satan's aim is to convince us that God is not trustworthy, not worthy of worship, and that we should praise God only when he is blessing us. In the same way that God allowed Satan to tempt Job, he allows us to be tempted in order to demonstrate that he deserves our worship for who he is, no matter what our life circumstances are. Satan, the light... No, that's Lucifer. There's Satan, there's Lucifer, there's Beelzebub. There's all sorts of of names. And they are different devils. Satan and Lucifer, I do not believe, is the same devil. Satan is referred to as the devil that ran the war against Jesus. And then when we come to Earth, apparently it's Lucifer bringing of light. I was just reading something the other day. And before there was light, there was darkness. So I think I get along with Lucifer quite nicely. Because there was darkness first. And then the light. I mean, if Lucifer never asked Adam, Eve to eat the apple, A, we went with humanity when we just be Adam and Eve there according to the story also like what if it was a little more intense just so the answer why does God okay what and this is the last one and then I won't be reading insights from prophet's life this Bible took me more of my time today I'll do that next week I will try to do one once a week and I really appreciate you guys listening to me i would just absolutely love it if you could give me a sound bite go to immortalself.org and give me a sound bite i would appreciate it very much 
be kind of fun to put those in here. Know that I'm not just talking to myself in my, my phone. Okay, let's pray. What church should I attend? In individualistic North America, church affiliation has become to be seen as a matter of take it or leave it. But the idea of Jesus, just, just Jesus and me is foreign to the Bible. Just Jesus and me. Foreign to the Bible. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. I want to say that shit somehow. It is foreign to the Bible. Those who trust Jesus as Savior and Lord are incorporated into the fellowship of the church. Decided on a particular church is not a matter to be taken lightly. Seek a church that worships God in spirit and in truth, that takes the Bible seriously and teaches its whole counsel, that seeks and welcomes those who need to be reconciled to God, and that helps all members of the body identify and use their unique spiritual gifts. Okay, so let me tell you a joke real quick. This was a joke that I learned on my mission. There's three people in a Bible, in a in a boat. Pretty interesting. There's an alchemist in the boat. There's the Pope in the boat. And there's Mr. Russell M. Nelson in the boat. The alchemist comes up. And he's like, "Hey, you guys are." And then there's a there's a there's a Jew guy too. I think I'm not sure who figured out. Um, mm, mm. the was like, "You guys, you know, you seem seem to be like." Top shit in your field, right? You know, Mr. Nelson, leader of billions of dollars and millions of people. Oh, you're the Pope. Wow, you are perfect. You are infallible. You can't do anything wrong. Wow, shit. You know, you know, guys, you two Christians. There's a there's a story in the uh, in the Bible about Jesus walking. And let's say. Let's say um, you're feeling the spirit right now and you're able to do that. Why don't you go ahead? There's somebody dying over there, being raped or starving to death or somebody needs help over there across the river, across the shore. And then, and, and, and then Mr. Nielsen is like, okay. I, and and, and Alchemist is like, you know what? Not only that, I'm going to prove it's possible. So he gets up and he walks across the water onto the plant onto the onto the onto the um <laughs> onto the shore the Pope gets up and he's like oh, I can do this <laughs> alchemist can do it I can do it he walks up and hops up skips and hops up onto the onto the thing Mr. Nelson is like shit I don't know I'm gonna try it though and he freaking falls Straight through the water, <laughs> and then the and then the Jew. This is a really smart Jew. He is. He gets up and he goes across to the to the way, and he's like, "Hey, to the Pope. Hey, I guess the uh, the Mormon didn't know where the rocks were." <laughs> Anyways, have a nice day.